0: Welcome to Alex and Annie, the real women of Vacation Rentals. With more than 35 years combined industry experience, Alex Huesner and Annie Holcomb have teamed up to connect the dots between inspiration and opportunity, seeking to find the one story, idea, strategy, or decision that led to their guest's big aha moment. Join them as they highlight the real stories behind the people and brands that have built Vacation Rentals into the $100 billion industry it is today. And now it's time to get real and have some fun with your hosts, Alex and Annie.
1: Welcome to Alex and Annie, The Real Women of Vacation Rentals. I'm Alex. And I'm Annie. And we're joined today by Luca Zambello, who is the CEO of Journey. Well, Luca, welcome to the show.
0: Yeah,
2: thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. We're so excited to have you here. <laughs> we saw you guys had a, a great presence at BRMA recently, and we learned more about your product. And I think that what you guys are doing is nothing short of just amazing. I mean, you've got so much embedded in the in the tool. Um, there's a lot that we can talk about here, but I think um, for those of you people that don't know you, you and, and Journey, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and your background and and kind of the genesis of of Journey?
2: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: <clears throat> well, I, I can tell you kind of like why I started Journey um,
2: sure. and where that started. But, well, I'm originally from Italy and, and I moved here about uh, to Malay 14 years ago. And uh, a couple of years after I moved here, I kind of stumbled into the industry. So it was like early age of Airbnb uh, where wasn't not yet a thing. And I realized that most of the short-term rentals done for villas, in especially here in LA, there was a lot of people doing villa rentals, like even for productions and short-term rentals. It was done through brokers, so word of mouth. So mm-hmm. I said like, wait, nobody's like promoting anything online. So I literally launched a landing page that was uh, uh, saying, hey, we can find luxury villas for you if you need them for short-term rental. And that landing page did $1.2 million in revenue on year one. So, wow. so that's, that's, uh, that's what got me hooked into the industry. <clears throat> it was a short lived business because like I say, like 14, 15 months after I, I launched it, like Airbnb started becoming a thing. Uh, so homeowners started listing directly on, uh, on, uh, on Airbnb. Um, Luxury Retreat. I don't know if you remember the company was, was a company that was really coming one fine day, and Luxury Retreat came to the market and uh, start, start competing against the, uh, luxury villa market and so i pivoted the company to a management company realized that the only way moving forward was uh, was managing properties full-time and um uh basically being a man property manager since before right before journey i i scaled the management company to 300 units so so uh, I think what's very important is that I've been a property manager for for so long and I have experienced all the pain points that property managers have to go through from small scale to large scale. And uh, our biggest frustration back then was uh, uh, that, which kind of still still was until not a long time ago, is the fragmentation of technology and how technology doesn't really work and interconnect with one, one another um, so each piece kind of behave as a as its own system and 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 when you want to have something that that is very efficient and scalable, you want to have all these different pieces to talk to one another and and operate as a single system. and that didn't happen and didn't exist. And we found ourselves alongside with our a lot of other management company at the time, Stay Alfred and uh, lyric and so and so like investing a lot of money into this interconnectivity, and so that's where really I thought of uh, start building kind of like, I want to say an interconnectivity platform to try to to have all these different pieces of technology talk to one another um, for our management company, but then realized that this we were fixing a major industry uh, problem, and that's how we decided to. That lunch journey. I don't. I don't want to go into much details, but I know you guys. Asked <laughs> kind of how yeah, I got. I got here. Yes, but well, that's that's how. That's,
1: that, that's definitely a great preview of all of it. But in between that that fast forward, there was a lot of steps, right? <laughs> that got yes. me from the beginning to the end. But um, it's one of the things that we've we've talked about in the past, and I've talked with. Uh, other team members with with journey is that I think there's such a difference between the software that's out there now that was built by operators versus software that was not built by operators and not necessarily that your development team needs to have property management backgrounds, but you know, you as a leader leading that team and knowing exactly what the pain points were. I think that's, that really points to where the strength in um, journeys offerings lie.
2: Yeah, hundred percent because I think the problem is when you just develop a software and you have never been an operator, you don't realize a lot of the nuances that goes into the business. Um, And sometimes even if you ask the property manager, they, they know what they they tell you what the pain points, but they really don't know how to, how to fix them. So you have to really like, you would need to be sitting down with a lot of them and spend thousands of hours to get the same, same level of nuance. Um, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more.
0: Uh, when when you started, what was the what was the like initial part of the platform that you started? Was it just the the property management system itself, or was there? I, I've talked to a lot of people through the years, and I know having been in property management previous, the one thing that always kind of was lacking it was the um, accounting piece of the software. They either had a yeah. really good accounting piece, but the rest of it just didn't quite jive. So, did mm-hmm. you start from one angle to move into it and and develop it from there?
2: Yeah, I think our number one issue first was uh, um the first piece of technology that we built was a guest mobile. App. Um and uh, connected to an access control system. We we were really uh, I think probably some of the first pioneers to to really uh, push for uh, remote access with codes that update each time mm-hmm. uh, I guess uh makes a reservation automatically. We just wanted to once you start start like scaling on into the hundreds of units and with the idea of getting to the thousands of units, you realize the small processes that are made by by people. Number one can cause a lot of mistakes. Two, they're not scalable, right? Um, so you try to automate a lot of these pieces, and then one of the first ones that we try to automate was that. Alongside, like you said, accounting was a very important, a very important piece for us. Um, but you kind of can do that. You just have to invest resources. Even if, if you're not working with the best PMS, you can build something on top of it for, for that. You just have to invest the resources. But that's, that's what's not right, in my opinion, in the industry that you have to develop on top of whatever already exists. And that, that was the part that we are trying to fix, um, fix with Journey. But yes, that's, that's how we started access control system, guest mobile app. Uh, were the first two pieces of technology that we have built, and we were trying to build everything on top of pmss and in the journey uh, <laughs> of 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 doing this we actually changed five pmss
1: wow um oh and and
2: if you look and if you talk to any big pm they, they have yeah. done all the same things they've because you're trying to find that pms that that matches uh, what you, what your needs are and yeah. And allows for that level of customization, but it just it just doesn't exist. So that's the reason why you keep changing it right, because you do right. not yeah. find it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And and the, the reason is, is because it's not that the PMSs are uh, are, are there are bad companies. It's just like the way that they are architected. Uh, they don't allow for this type of interconnectivity that you would need. So yeah. uh, their their concept is to create a marketplace. And because of that, it, it comes with a lot of limitations on what you can do with it. Um, and so you have really two concepts. The only one that does everything internally, and that means that they don't do it well. Um, mm-hmm. And they just do kind of like the minimum they need to do for each thing. Or you have the ones that they say, hey, we have a marketplace for every tools. But the reality is when you have to integrate with uh, um, sometimes 30, 50, or hundred different solutions for, for each specific vertical. So let's say 30 pricing tools, right? And uh, five guest uh, verification uh, mm-hmm. systems. Like and you do that for each category, access control system, another five or 10, like that means that you cannot go in depth with any of these integrations. And that, that also means the combination of tech stack that are property manager can have on top of your PMS, it's almost infinite because every tech stack is going to be different from one another. So because of that, you cannot really go in depth with this integration. So that means that you have to build layers on top of it yourself. And that means that you have to have specific requests to these these PMSs. And that means that if you're not large enough customers, they're not even gonna listen to you and, yes. and do them for you. And even if they do listen to you, which we were large enough to be listened to, that it was never good enough for us because there right. was this Catherine field glue on top of a system that it was not meant to do that, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's why we were constantly unhappy until the point that we realized that are we like, hey, this is the last thing we wanted to do because building a, a a PMS is, like, um, <laughs> everything but not easy. It's a, it's a big right. challenge. There's a lot of work that goes into it. Yeah, um, A lot of resources. It took us, like, 12, 12 months of some top developers that I have experienced in, in this industry for a long time to build one. But we had to build one that allows for interconnectivity.
1: Mm-hmm. And you've taken a different stance than some of the other property management softwares that do just what you were talking about, that they are just connected to all the pricing um, services, all the guest verification, all the this, that, whatever. You've taken a different approach to it where you have specialized um, services within each different category. Is that correct? Or specialized a, connections?
2: That is exactly correct. But the difference is that we choose one partner okay. yeah, only. And and the approach is very much like, like let's say, a vertically integrated system. So the idea was, instead of allowing people to build their own system, which means that they have to um, compensate for a lot of the things that are not already built, like, a, mm-hmm. uh, like I said before, I said, why do we don't build one that is meant to be working together? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I felt like today when you have to go and choose a PMS it's like you go, go buy a car and they tell you okay when you choose your PMS you cho- choose the engine and then every other part they're like choose your <laughs> yeah. own hire an engineer and put it together
1: that's right what you take like. a Toyota bumper and a BMW yeah. hood and, all sorts and you of have to try to it's put really it together point. and it yeah. just doesn't look it, good doesn't, because yeah. it wasn't really
2: meant to be working together right and then yeah you know You know, Car if if Company spends a lot of resources and many, many years in R&D to try to, to make sure that everything is going to be working together as a single as a single machine, right? And so um, really what we're trying to do is the exact same thing, is to give you like a ready-to-use, easy-to-use, fully pre-built tech stack. Mm-hmm. And uh, um you know, we were at a panel of year and one of the things that we asked uh, to everybody at the panel was like, how many technology solutions are you utilizing today? What's your tech stack like? And many people said three to four solutions. Like, yeah. like, I think a four solution was the maximum that most people have. Do you really need a dozen different solutions to have a complete tech stack? The reason why people yeah. don't have a dozen different solutions is because it's so hard to make those two and three working yeah. well together yeah. that you yeah. may not even imagine of adding on top of that, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and that's really the story of every PM that is trying to scale their company, Um mm-hmm or even manages a handful of units, you still have the same issues. Yeah. And so yeah. we were like, what if we can give you something that scaling to more solution is as easy as clicking one button, not having to get on the phone with anybody, and you can just have all those dozen solutions working flawlessly together as a single system. And we realized that we cannot be the one doing it all because there's Things like that we would never want to do, like pricing, for example. It's it's a science. You need to have a company that just yeah. been focusing on that for years. For yeah, uh, and and that's and that's what really we wanted to do. We said let's choose the best of the industry. We know what the best are in the industry. Let's let's split test all of them, which we did. We split test every single pricing tool that was in the in the industry, like all the let's say the top. Uh, known seven, right? And then we split test all of them, and we chose the best performing one. And then we said, let's only work with them, and let's go very deep. So all the functionality that you would have on their pricing tool, you now have it inside of our dashboard. So you don't have to, uh, when you're working with Journey, you don't have to contact Wheelhouse for for pricing. We use Wheelhouse. You will have Wheelhouse embedded into the system. Mm-hmm. And you want to turn on wheelhouse, one click of a button. You don't have to sign a contract with wheelhouse. You don't have to pay them. We take care of all of that. So okay. yeah. for you, it's just a switch of a button. And now mm-hmm. you have an integration with a with a pricing tool. Same thing is for the I verification system. If you want to utilize AutoHost, every, AutoHost is completely embedded into our system. So guest verification can be done through the mobile app. Um, so you, they don't have to be sent on a third party link or anything like that. So everything can be done there, and then the and all the rule different rules that you want to set up on Outpost, they can all be set up on the PM on the on the PMS dashboard uh, on 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 the journey dashboard. So again, you don't have to use a, a manager third party dashboard. You don't have to call anyone to make that integration. It's already built in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like that for access control system, guess mobile app. Now you can you literally can manage three units and you can have uh, the same tax stack that founder has yeah, overnight yeah. for a very accessible price.
1: We'll start the show in just a minute, but first, a word from our premier brand sponsor, Wheelhouse. If you want to increase your revenue and profitability, you have to have the right tools and data, and Wheelhouse has everything you need to run your short-term rental business more effectively. Wheelhouse is the simplest and most powerful way to unlock your portfolio's revenue and profits. This game-changing revenue management platform puts the industry's most powerful data right at your fingertips, allowing you to run your business exactly as you want to while saving you massive amounts of time so you can have the right price every night and increase your revenue by an average of 39%. Wheelhouse is offering listeners of this podcast 50% off your first two months. Just go to usewheelhouse.com and enter promo code AlexAnnie at checkout or tell them that you heard about this offer from the Alex and Annie podcast.
0: So yeah. you're kind of like a channel manager for technology in in some ways. I mean, that's how I'm thinking through it in my mind. Whereas like, you know, in a PMS, the channel management component is you go and you click all the channels that you want to be on and it's, it's kind of seamless. So you've done that, but I want to go back. Like, so do you have any technology background prior to property management? Or was this something that you saw this, you had a struggle. So you kind of developed a passion for it and then surrounded yourself with obviously really smart Developers, but what what was that thing that you felt comfortable stepping into? in any previous experience?
2: Well, I I, I I'm not a developer myself, but I have, you know, um, since I was in Italy, I I was surrounded by a lot of people that was uh, there were there were developers and mm-hmm. and software engineers, um, and uh, and so I always been familiar with the industry, and I always knew what a lot of these challenges in software developments are, if that makes sense. So yeah. I was fami- I'm very familiar with that. So once I decided very early on as a property management company, we didn't start developing technology internally. So we were building a tech team from, from almost day one. And our CTO um, was, was originally kind of like working as an external for, for a while. So he was already very familiar with the industry. Uh, and uh, and one at one point we literally sat down like we were it was me and him and and our VP of Ops and we were like why don't we just start building this let's just do it mm-hmm. <laughs> and we were like it it, it it is complicated but it's also you know it it's is doable. something that we can it's do yeah. Yeah. exactly so yeah. yeah that's kind of how it happened.
0: That's, that's, it's fascinating to me because to me, like the technology piece of it is the one piece that it's like, I look at like, you know, HTML coding and like all the stuff that has to be done. Like, so for the consumer facing stuff, and then you're looking at all these, just the reports for things that connect everything on the back end and what all that looks like. And it just, I look at it and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Like, that's just way too much. So for me, it would have been really overwhelming. So I think again, that was where my curiosity lie was like, how did you just like, Wrap your arms around this and go, like, I can do this, you know. And so, it, it's like, so, it's really
1: so cool. it's so interesting when you look at the genesis of our industry and how fast things have sped up just in the last few years, as far as the technology is concerned. That I mean, we were we're still called a mom and pop cottage industry by a lot of people, but now you have moms and pops that are trying to figure out how to use all this stuff, and it's like, gosh, it this at no point did most property managers 10, 20 years ago sign up thinking that they were in the technology business. But really, we are definitely a, a big percentage of what we do, I would say, is rooted in technology and making those really good technology decisions. And conversely, you, if you make the bad decisions, that can be you know complete detriment to the business.
2: But you made a great point. And that's where I think and that's where I think the opportunity lies. Like mm-hmm. I I said at one point is that I said, are we a tech company or are we a hospitality mm-hmm. company? And I was spending 80% of my time being a tech company. And I said, <laughs> yeah. any management company that wants to adopt technology needs to do this. That to me is un- completely unreasonable and unsustainable.
1: To do to both, you mean. Yeah, to do both. Yeah. And, yeah, and to be I and agree. to be a property
2: manager and having to spend as much time with technology. Yeah. I said, the future needs to look like this. And I said, it needs to look like you have to have a tech company that takes care a hundred percent of technology so that it makes it easy enough for a property manager not to be having to become an expert in technology mm-hmm. to adopt technologies. And that's what became literally our our personal mission and journey is exactly to do that. I said, it's unsustainable that PMs need to have CTOs in their business. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't make any any sense, but their only reason is it's because of what we said at the beginning. They, you know, they give you a bunch of car parts and say, go build your own car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think the future of of the industry is going to be this pre-build. I think journey is the first, but it's not going to be the last. Mm-hmm. Um, of this pre-built tech stacks, it's just like look, look at the early computers age. When I, I love always look at the history of for many different industry because the history always repeats itself. Computers age early on was the exact same thing. You have you can, there's still co- people that build their own PCs, but what is it at one percent on the industry? Most people like you right, now okay. carry a, a computer on your phone uh, on, on your pocket, which is your phone you don't even know how that's built you don't you don't even care you just care that about its functionalities right right
1: exactly and that yeah. is
2: the future of the industry in the end of the day you're going to choose a product based on its functionality and it's a finished product you don't have to plug in anything you don't have to develop anything on top of it you don't have to add anything it needs to be a finished product like it, it, it will be like you're buying an iphone but they're like, okay, you have to glue a couple of pieces
1: on your own. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. It just doesn't yeah. Make any sense. No, it's our our industry is so unique in that respect. <laughs> it really. Yeah. Is. I don't think well, that it's, a, it's that, but yeah. Yeah. I think it's because it's so early. That's it. You know,
2: yeah. it's it, that's how every industry is when it's very early on. Very early on, like you know, Apple was one of the first companies of. Putting it all together, like all the hardware and, and and OS all together, so you don't have to do anything, and and it's trying to make computers mainstream, right? Um, and 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 really, it happens the same thing of again on every industry. Then then there's a company that comes along and says, "Hey, this can be done better. This mm-hmm. can be made mainstream. They can be made accessible to everybody." Right. Um, and we like to see our stuff as that company and, and starting that trend. And honestly. Um, you know, I would like to be the leader on on, on doing this, but at the end of the day, I've, I've really done it out of passion, out of like wanting to see improvement in the, in, in the industry and generally wanting to help uh, PMs out there that they were going through the same struggle that we have been through. Right, uh, yeah. It was yeah. so hard to develop both and scale, the, develop the technology, have a tech stack, that works because we were looking at a company and said, hey, how can we get this company to the tens of thousands of units? And every time we were like not scaling the company or growing very slowly because we understood that, that the technology would have not supported our growth. Mm-hmm. And we saw that happening with a lot of these companies that they grow too quickly without the proper technology and then they end up failing. Um, and we knew that that was going to happen. Again, I don't think uh, the industry was mature enough um, back then. And I think it's, it's getting there. And this is an evolution of where the industry needs to go.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so at, at one point you were managing your your own properties, but you decided to, you're just going to go on to just the software side. So part in that transition, I mean, what 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 was that like? I mean, what did that look like from, deciding not to have that that side i mean how what happened at that point in the business
2: well i i think uh, once we so as i said we kind of stopped growing and we decided to really develop the technology to to allow us to scale um much bigger than than 300 units and when we did that we that's the point where we realized i said hey this is fixing a massive problem for, for a lot of other people what if you try to sell it to other property management company and see what happens? And then when we saw that there was demand, I, I just found a lot more passion about doing that. Uh, I, I realized, and I I had to be honest with myself. I said, do I want to build a property management company or I want to build a tech company? What Mm -hmm. am I more passionate about it? I'm passionate about both, but I'm more passionate about building a technology company. I'm Mm -hmm. knowledgeable about the industry. So I want to build a technology company in this industry but I said we already developed already so much. Um why not make it available for everybody and try to make it our mission to to fix this this industry issue of fragmentation, right? Um right, and so that's right. what we did. And the transition wasn't super smooth just from one day to another. Obviously it took a little bit. Um but as of uh, basically beginning of this year, that's when we really completely almost completely stopped managing any of the properties that we have and just fully focus on the software and and uh, focusing on creating a good because we developed the product first for internal use only yeah so we have to create an interface um i mean the last piece of of the software that we that we built um i mean obviously alongside a few different features but was the sign up dashboard because and usually you talk to any tech companies, the first piece they build right. is the sign up dashboard. Yeah, that yeah. was the last piece we built.
1: <laughs> oh, that's funny.
0: <laughs> so what? So did yeah. you guys? Did you sell off your property management company, or or did you partner with somebody? What did you end up doing with it? Uh,
2: we 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 transition out a few of the properties that we were um that you know the contracts were were just coming to an to an end. Some of the others, we pass it to partners, management companies. Mm-hmm. Um, and some others, we we switched them to uh, a product that we offer outside of technology. It's what we call, uh, we used to call Journey Virtual, now we call it MOS Pro. So we kept our 24-7 customer support. We kept our pricing team. And we kept our accounting team. And for any property manager that wants these teams, like we make them available, um, Obviously for for a fee, um, but you know, like if you're a small PM, you don't have a twenty four seven customer support. You can right. you can utilize ours, and it's not some of the customer support that there's out there. These are people that have been trained, highly right. trained to to be professional agents. Um, and so we make that available. And so some of our owners decided, hey, we can take on the management on the ground ourselves, uh, and you guys just provide the twenty four seven customer support and. Uh, pricing and accounting and and the software so so we convert some of them uh, in into that product
1: okay and so MOS that stands for management operating
2: system system? yeah
1: okay yeah which is really unique too because there isn't anybody else in the industry that has taken on that stance of we're not a PMS we're an MOS I think that's really quite powerful
0: actually have you trademarked that (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah you' the no, only I am. one <laughs> i think
2: because i want other people to use it yeah, um, okay yeah I, yeah I, I, i'm a believer i want the best of the industry listen i want to be successful 100 i'm not i'm not gonna lie but i also i i, I believe in progress yeah um, competition so is healthy i don't want like to be the yeah. only one doing this yeah like yeah, i but, welcome yeah. other people to develop the same system i want this to be the future of the industry and mm-hmm. and and I want MOSs to take over typical PMSs. Mm-hmm. Um, not in a bad way, but I want even PMSs to evolve into MOSs, right? Um uh, right. yeah. because that's that's where the industry should be going. Uh that's that's what's gonna be the most beneficial solution for 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 PMs, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: again, yeah. as a PM. When I was a PM, I wish a company would came out and did this.
1: Yeah. So you're saying that everything is actually built through Journey as well. So the the remote locks, all the different services, if they if somebody signs up for any of those services that you offer, that's now just added into their Journey bundle essentially.
2: Co- correct. Yeah, we have different different bundles, but the MOS basically is a complete package that has all the 12 different uh, tech stocks like Okay. Access control system, guest mobile app pricing, yeah. accounting, reporting, uh, gas verification system, um, the PMS, I guess, yeah. uh, component component of it. Um, so basically, and uh, the I do the, different IoT connections as well, including like smart thermostats and mm-hmm. all of that.
1: Is, it, is the pricing model, is it based on unit count or how does that work? Yeah, it's on a per
2: unit and then uh, okay. um, w- so for everything if you if you count like just what a pricing tool or uh, or oh, also like we we include like um um a, a cleaning mobile app like a breezeway uh mm-hmm. of, of the situation actually breezeway so but if you account of just the vendors by themselves and you that buy them on their own they will be more expensive than the fee that we charge on a per unit.
1: Right, I got you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah. coming from the from myself, from the channel management, the OTA side of the equation, are you guys doing your own direct connects or have you labeled a channel management provider within the platform?
2: Yeah. So everything that we utilize, we want to make sure it's completely embedded into our system. So uh, we do use uh, a couple of different uh, channel managers uh, on top of it. We, we're working for direct uh, um, direct connection with the major four. Mm-hmm. Um, but then but then everything else that you want on top of it, aside of a few different uh players like Hopper and a few others that we're gonna be eventually integrating directly with those as well. But but everything else is done through channel management, but it's a white label channel management. Mm-hmm. So so you don't see them they're they're again embedded into the system, and that's already included in the fee. There's no adding there's no adding of, of fees. Like if you just get yeah. the MOS, you get a hundred percent of everything that we right. offer. for.
1: Okay. Yeah. And that's, can you, can, can you book on Journey also? I mean, for all the properties that are part of the program?
2: Correct. On the mobile app. That the mobile we allow for direct okay. booking. And the okay. reason is because it's just so easy and direct, but because, because if somebody so. You, you show up on the app if you're utilizing all the solutions. So you have to utilize MOS and you have to have a smart lock that is connected to the system. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing of having working as a single system, that also means that um, if somebody's on a mobile app, they can literally Apple Pay, so double tap Apple Pay, and then immediately the, re- the reservation is active on their phone and they can use their phone to open the door and walk right in. This mm-hmm. is like you book within a second, yeah. you can be inside of the unit. Wow. It's, 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 we're not trying to become an OTA, but we're just showing what the technology, like the capability of the technology. Mm-hmm. Um And for yeah, large players that, that they're willing to pay, uh, our mobile app is white label as well to them. Like it can be white label. Okay.
0: So is your target, is your target on Well, I guess. Because of the technology is all embedded, it, you know. Obviously, uh, changing a PMS is is a pretty cumbersome, you know, task for any operator of any size. Um, so, are you looking to start with people like focused on, like, say, that under twenty five unit person to help them scale up, or are you targeting really anybody that's interested in that? And off of that question, if you get someone like a Steve Milo as an example, who is acquiring and growing at a pretty rapid clip. And what does the onboarding process look like? Is it is it multiple months? Is it something they can get done in a couple of weeks? Like what, how does that work?
2: Yeah, it's, the onboarding is uh, super quick. Um, we, I mean, the the only part that takes time is like, for instance, like, you know, when you have to switch, um, when you switch P- channel manager or, or PMS, like from some of those channels, the switch takes time. Right. Uh, your B.O., for instance, is long, it's like, I think, Three four weeks, Every is a couple of days. Uh, so again, depends on on, yeah. on the channels. But from our side, is a couple of day process, two three days max. Doesn't matter how many units somebody has. Like they can do most of the work themselves, especially if they do most of the work themselves. It's even quicker. Um, everything is pretty self explanatory. We're working really tirelessly. Um, uh, um, I don't know if you can see this, but uh no you can't see it but uh, it's (laughs) it's a sign i have and and it says obsession over convenience um and that's our goal for next year Mm -hmm. uh to be completely obsessed over convenience and allow like really streamline a lot of these processes that 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 you have to do with with any of the system where again like you said it can take weeks to do things that are easy so uh we want to make everything the least amount of clicks as possible, the least amount of steps as possible. And uh, and that's going to be our, our um, I guess, obsession for next year to improve that all that aspect of the business. So it's pretty quick. But to answer the first part of your question, uh, our platform is meant to be for you to scale from a handful of units into the tens of thousands, right? And the... Uh, removing the need to having to switch platform each single t- step of of okay. the growth that you are, which is how unfortunately uh, it's kind of the industry is kind of built today. But we are targeting more people that don't have a system or have have just started having a system in place for a simple fact that it's easier for them to make a switch. But we have some large property managers that are making switches as well. We're just not targeting them yet. Sure. We just want to. First, show how small small operators now are maybe outgrowing some of the larger operators because they have a tech stack that's scaling with them.
0: Right. So who is your or not? Who is your? But what is your largest group? Like, how many units, and are they multiple markets?
2: Uh, yeah, we have a. Uh, th- they're about like two hundred and fifty units, and uh, but they have they're they're actually a, a long term uh management company that have thousands of units under management but they're looking to bring a lot of this in and they have a a thousand of corporate as well and Mm -hmm. they're looking to bring a lot more into the short term so it's still 50 now but we might be into the thousands very very soon um but 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 yeah we have a lot of uh, uh medium players like i say like between five units to fifty units is the majority of of our customers.
0: yeah, well, that's kind of the sweet spot for the industry that at this point is that's where the, that's where the growth is is all under that fifty unit mark. so so you're yeah. in the right place.
1: I'm on your website. I'm just I'm curious diving into this a little bit more. So the the most popular plan, the MOS. What's the difference between that versus the MOS Pro versus Enterprise? Is it just more of the services, or some of them that you just you don't have to elect to use? Like if you didn't want to use the digital locks, or how does that work?
2: Yeah, the Pro um, the Pro basically adds the services that we talked about before, which is mm-hmm. outside of the technology, like the 24 seven customer support. Um, or virtual front desk yeah, and uh, the accounting team and the pricing team. Okay. So you don't only get the software, but you get a team that basically runs the software for you.
1: Right. Okay. Um, And then gotcha.
2: the enterprise, it just means that you can customize. Uh, if your apps like above a certain kind of size as a client, you can customize. Uh, basically, you can pick and choose whatever products you want and we'll right. customize an offer to you.
1: Yeah, no, that's, so that's really smart. really what smart. it means. Yeah.
2: And mm-hmm. then we have the OS version, which is basically just just the, um, just our software without third parties, right? Like it means just like our guest mobile app, the PMS, the channel manager um, with just a direct integration, so not third party channel manager, um, and the access control system.
1: Gotcha.
0: Do you Great. do you see a scenario? Um, one of the things that we've Alex and I've talked to a lot of people over the last year. There's just a lot of consolidation within the verticals of technology. You know, PMS is channel management. Um, I just went through that with Lexicon. And um, do you see that as an opportunity for you guys to maybe purchase someone to make them wholly part of Journey, or do you think that the way your technology is built, that partnering with a select Person by category is the best route to take, or you see yourself going maybe into a hybrid model.
2: I think it's it's already is a hybrid because we're, for instance, on the access control system, we couldn't find uh, the access control system and the PMS or the mob Those those three solutions are three things that we couldn't find the partners that that could have um, done what we needed, so we right. were forced to build our own. Right, like okay. I don't want to get there, and so that's that's the three things that we chose to build our own, and we believe they are the best in the industry, and that is the reason why we build them. But the other solution, I have no interest in in, in getting to that business. Um, and I, honestly, I'm I'm completely okay to have a mutual beneficial partnership. Um, having a third party company that is exclusively working with you, it comes with, at a benefits to them because they know. Think about this like if they are working with a PMS that works with all their competitors right. they're not yeah. going to refer yeah. to them because yeah. it doesn't make any sense they know yeah. their and and the reality is you cannot use a, a guest verification system or a pricing tool efficiently if you don't have a PMS mm-hmm. uh, partner right so we then become automatically their best partner and they become the best partner for us so i like that mutual beneficial uh, uh uh, relationship. Uh, so as long as partners are evolving with the idea and the concept that interconnectivity is going to be a big deal in the future, that's the most important thing for me. Um, and all the partners that are, have partnered with us understand that very, very well.
1: Yeah, yes. that's a, a really, really smart business model. I right. Say.
0: I agree. <laughs> yeah. Very, yeah. V- very valuable.
1: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, a lot of sense. Well, so Luca, one of the things we like to ask our guests too is what what would you say, what's something that's not being talked about in the vacation rental, short-term rental industry right now that should be talked about or talked about more?
0: Well,
2: I, I am biased on this.
0: Software. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't expect well, I th-
2: Yeah, I mean, I just think like if we sometimes... Uh, it's just easy to do things the way they've been done.
1: Yeah. Like yeah.
2: and not That's making changes. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like from the software side, um I don't want to say I, I don't want to say terms laziness because it's maybe not the right term, but but I say that because of for lack of better terms. Um uh, in, in the innovation of but to purely bring more value to to PMs, like I think generally speaking, from a PMS standpoint, there is a big level of frustration from a lot of PMs. Mm-hmm. But it became the industry standard. So nobody cared about it.
1: Right. Yep.
2: So yeah. everybody's just kind of like got to a level of, of innovation. Yeah, there is a little bit of innovation happening, but we got to this level and and it, you can't find that across the board. And mm-hmm. you have a lot of the events that have stopped caring about this. For a long time. Yeah. They've been around forever and they never care.
0: Yeah.
2: And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say names, but I've been their customer. I know exactly what it means. It's just, they're like, that's the way it is. And we like that the standard is, yeah. is this yeah. way. Yeah. Because that yeah. means that it's less work for us, more money for us. They ultimately don't really think about uh the, the property managers. And unfortunately, I think this is outside of software. Unfortunately, PMS come come last, um, and come last from from all the software providers, and come last, especially I think, in my opinion from a PMS standpoint and from the OTA standpoint. Right, like if something happens uh, and a room gets damaged, uh, the OTA very likely is is, is not gonna uh, blame the guest, or is gonna do everything they can not to blame the guest. And I think this is like a, a very big issue um, because. We don't realize that the industry exists thanks to good PMs, good, good property managers. Um, and I think the first companies that do realize that and realize that they have to do everything they can to bring more value to property managers are the companies that are going to be winning. I think both from a, a OTA standpoint and a PMS standpoint, or MS uh, standpoint, <laughs> yeah. we're talking about yeah. the future. Yeah. It's really bringing value and our understanding that that. It's hard to be a PM. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're dealing with so much already. Like you're dealing with owners, you're dealing with guests, and you're dealing with issues that oftentimes are not after you, right? Like something breaks in the apartment and maybe it was a previous guest but you couldn't see it or the cleaners made a mistake. There's so much that really doesn't 100% rely on you. And the last thing you need is these technology providers to, to, to try to take advantage of you, try to take all your, all your money without caring about you? Mm-hmm. And really that's what happened. That's what, what yeah. OTs do. They only care about getting the fee out of you. And that's what PMSs care about, getting the fee out of you. They don't care that you're struggling. And that that pissed me off. That's that's yeah. what motivated me to, yeah. to change that in the industry and 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 do what we're doing. Maybe we're not perfect yet at achieving that missions, but you will know that if you work with journey, you have people that that's their mission and they're working relentlessly 10 hours a day, six days a week to get, to make this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, that's to me what needs to be t- talked about more. more yeah, so. yeah. 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 Well,
0: well, there's no, there's no, de- there's no denying your passion for this. And that's exactly Absolutely. what, what yeah. we just love about having people on here is you can come and just, um, and share that passion because I think sometimes it it gets lost when you're just behind the advertising or you know your sales team's out there. It's like really getting to the root of what what made you do this. And like for Alex and I, we talk about connecting the dots, leading you down your path and 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 your journey to get to where you are. <laughs> That's right. That's right.
1: <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we love it. Well, this this has been super interesting, Luca, and I'm so glad that you you came on. I know we've been talking to you and your team for several months now, so this is an, an interview that we were excited to have and appreciate your support of the podcast too. And um, we we can't wait to see what's next for Journey. So we'll leave on one last uh, question: What are you looking forward to most in the new year?
2: Um. I I think uh, I'm looking forward the most to really try to change uh, the, this industry for the best uh yeah. and make it more convenient and and really become uh, uh hopefully a really big support of all the people that believe in to our company and all our clients but I call them partners uh um all our partners and and try to and hopefully be a big reason of their success
1: yeah absolutely yeah that's great <laughs> awesome that's awesome well we will include your contact information in the show notes uh what is the easiest way for anybody to contact you if they want to reach out and hear more about journey
2: yeah i mean i i'm pretty um reachable on linkedin and okay. um they can also reach me on 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 my email and it's uh um but yeah my linkedin is probably the best the best tool <laughs> to use
1: great okay we will include that and you can go to just go to journey.com right to for more information oh yeah journey.com.
0: Yeah,
1: awesome and if anybody wants to contact annie and i you can go to com. if you're enjoying the show we'd love to hear from you leave us a review or send us a note uh, until next time thank you for tuning in everybody bye
2: thank you bye